Welcome to Vacation Buzz. My name is Mike Miller with Freedom to Roam Travel. This is your podcast for travel headlines, tips, reviews, and more. Hello and welcome to Vacation Buzz. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. Um, I know here in Florida it is hot. It's about 94 degrees and 101 heat index, so definitely an oven out there. Glad I'm inside in the AC. Um, This week I'm going to discuss those do's and don'ts when cruising. So we're going to jump into some of those. But first, let's talk about some of the headlines. Celebrity Cruise Line announced this week that they will begin visiting Perfect Day of Coco Cay, which is Royal Caribbean's private island destination. Now, this, of course, uh, it belongs to Royal Caribbean Group. Royal Caribbean and Celebrity are sister companies. And, you know, it's not unusual to see the cruise lines share their islands. Uh, Royal Carnival Group, Carnival Corp owns uh, Princess K and Half Moon K, but those are used by Princess Holland America as well as uh, Carnival. So that's not too, too much of an unusual situation, but it's brand new for Celebrity. Starting in April of 2024, the Celebrity Reflection and Beyond will take will make stops in the private island through November of 2024, which actually brings the second part of the announcement that Celebrity Beyond will not sail Europe as previously scheduled, but will be in the Caribbean for the entire summer of 2024. Bookings for the upcoming Utopia of the Seas, which is the sixth in the Oasis-class ships from Royal Caribbean, is now open. Um, She will be based in Port Canaveral and will sail three- and four-night Bahamas cruises. She joins Wonder of the Seas as the second Oasis-class ship to sail from Port Canaveral. The Utopia will set sail in July of 2024. Starting this summer, Holland America will offer National Geographic day tours in the Mediterranean. They will currently, uh, they are currently available on the Oosterdam and the New Stottendam. Options include meeting a local family in Santorini, Greece, experiencing the day in with a life uh, life of a biologist in Naples, Italy or learn about organic honeybee farms in Rhodes, Greece. They are intended to to be more immersive as well as sustainable tours. They will um, be escorted by a National National Geographic tour guide. So they will be that, uh, you'll get that professional and you'll get that expert information. So that will be great. I've seen this before with Princess Cruise Lines. They partnered with Discovery, and I believe they did a trial period like this, and they eventually expanded it, and now those are offered in Alaska as well as Europe. So those are the headlines for this week. Uh, We're going to jump in and talk about some do's and don'ts in just a moment, and these are the do's and don'ts on your next cruise, things that you should do and things you shouldn't do. So we'll talk about those in just a moment. So let's talk about some do's and don'ts on your next cruise. So when you're planning, uh, do look at multiple categories. With newer ships, they have added rear-facing extended balconies, spa cabins, and suites. So the days of the interior, ocean view, and balcony as the only choices are gone. 
Um, on Oasis class ships, you have Boardwalk and Central Park view balconies, giving that outside view, but a lower cost than what the ocean view balconies run. Don't just pick an inside to get on the ship unless you have sailed in an inside stateroom before. Um, once you're on board, you may wish you had at least a window for that natural light. Uh, so, you know, it sounds great to pay for a cheap stateroom. If you've never sailed in an interior stateroom and that price is, uh, you know, reasonable to go up to an ocean view, it's worth going up to that ocean view stateroom. Do try specialty dining. It will be extra, but often it is worth the cost. Uh, the steakhouse on Carnival is fantastic. I, I've eaten in the steakhouse about two or three times, and it's always been good. You have La Petite Chef on Celebrity, which is a dining experience. Um, Wonderland, same thing. It's a dining experience on Royal Caribbean. So you have all these options available to you on really almost all the ships. Uh, they have these specialty dining options, and you want to take advantage of those. Don't be afraid to try something different, especially when you're when it comes to the food that's included. So if you're in the buffet, if you're in the dining room, and you see something on the menu you've never had, try it. Um, if you're in the, the buffet, grab a little bit, try it. If you like it, then go back and get more, and you don't have to worry about it being wasted. Do budget for additional costs like drinks, specialty dining, excursions, shopping, and your gratuities. The gratuities can run about $15 to $20 per person per day, depending on the cruise line and type of cabin. Now, you can prepay your gratuities. You can also purchase your specialty dining and excursions prior to the cruise. So that kind of helps with that final bill that you get on the last day. Now, this is a big one for me, and especially right now, you'll see all these delays that are happening. Uh, last summer was crazy. This summer is going to be crazy. So you want to make sure that you follow this rule. Don't fly in the same day as your cruise. Flight delays and cancellations can cause a high chance you will miss your cruise. Plan to arrive a day or two early so that you can make sure you are there and ready to go the day of your cruise. Now, this applies also to driving. For example, um, if I go out, of, I'm in, in Jacksonville. If I go out of Fort Lauderdale or Miami, I will typically drive down the day before because you just never know what kind of traffic issues you're going to run into. The last thing you want is to be sitting on a highway or sitting in an airport when your cruise is leaving. On embarkation day, do explore the ship. Uh, this will allow you to get to know the lay of the land and if you will, you know, all before you sail. Know where the dining room is. If you are a family and you have kids, go and check out the kids club. See where that's located at um, and you can even do a tour of it. Go and explore. See what, what that ship has to offer so that the rest of the cruise, you're not spending it looking for things. This is another really important one, and this is applying to embarkation day. Don't skip your muster drill. Most cruise lines have e-muster now, so simply watch the video on the app, and then you'll visit your muster station. They will, once you're on board, they will uh, show you how to use the life jacket. Usually they, maybe this takes five minutes, if that. Um, 
and then you're off to do what you want. Every passenger must complete this prior to the ship sailing. So don't go get a drink. Don't, don't go get food. Don't find your cabin. Just go and do your muster drill once you get on board. And don't worry, your app um, will actually have the location of your uh, muster station, and it should be easy to find. <clears throat> do download the Cruise Line app prior to your cruise. Here you can complete online check-in, book excursions, make dining reservations, and see the daily activities. These, this is real important to have prior to you going because once that ship sails, it becomes a lot more difficult to get the app downloaded. Usually guest services can help you with it, but you want to make sure you have that. Um, this will give you, you know, it just makes it easier to do everything. You can, once you're on board, you can even make dining reservations there, book excursions. Yeah, most of them have a chat feature now. So something you want to make sure that you do. Another thing with your phones is don't forget to go into airplane mode before you sail. The last thing you want is a bill for hundreds of dollars in roaming charges. And believe me, it has happened. Um, I usually turn mine on as we are leaving the channel or passing the jetties. Uh, that tends to be the, you know, the time I've, I think about it. <laughs> Do complete your online check-in prior to your cruise. You will need to have a passport, your passport info, emergency contact, and more depending on the cruise line. And this will save you time at the pier the day of the cruise because they want to they need to collect all this information prior to the cruise so that when you get there, the only thing you're really doing is doing a quick check-in and moving on to getting on board. Now, during that online check-in, you're also going to choose an arrival time. Now, don't arrive prior to that arrival appointment. When you complete your check-in, you will choose an arrival time, usually around in 30-minute increments. You can get to the terminal after that time, but if you get there early, you will likely get turned away and have to wait outside. So don't get there too early. Now, that only applies to going into the terminal. You can pull in, drop your luggage, and go and park the car. So don't feel like you have to get to the port at that time. So if you're at 1130, you can go and park your car as long as when you're walking up at, you know, it's 1130 when you're trying to go into the terminal. Don't leave your cups, plates, and glasses on elevators or odd places on the ship. This is a huge pet peeve of mine. I see this quite often where, you know, people are leaving these plates and glasses wherever they feel like leaving them. And, you know, you know take them, put them on a bar somewhere. It doesn't matter if the bar is open. Um, it, you know, put them on a table somewhere where, you know, it's kind of out of the way. But, or, you know, find a crew member and hand it to them. Do something like that so that whenever you, uh, you know, you're walking around the ship, you're not seeing these, this mess. And, you know, the last thing I want to tell you to do is enjoy yourself. You paid for this cruise. You paid for it not only with your money, but with your time that you worked to get to this point. So go and have a good time. Don't let the small things, uh, you know, get you down. You know, you may have, it may be really hectic on embarkation day. Well, that's going to be expected. Go and have a good time. Go get on the ship, do your muster, go grab a drink, grab some food, get by the pool, relax, and enjoy your vacation. That once you get on board, it has started. 
Now, last, lastly, I want to talk about um, one of my travel tips, and I try to do these each week uh, on Facebook and Instagram, so I thought I would share it on here as well. Prior to leaving for your vacation, download or take a screenshot of a map of your destination. This will make it easier when you're in a city or cruise port that you have, you know, don't have any data, you know, so you don't have any access to the internet. Um, this is something I learned. Uh, I was in Nassau, uh, was out wandering around. Um, I think we were looking for something specific and I had not done that. And the map they give you when you get off the ship is really more of a shopping map. It's got their partnered uh, stores on there and that's it. It's not in some attractions, but it doesn't necessarily uh, help you out a great deal. So having that downloaded map, it can be really helpful because you're probably not going to have internet if you're overseas or in one of the cruise ports. So something to consider. So that is these this episode. It's a fairly short one this week. Um, please, if you have questions or need anything, my contact information is in the show notes. And you can reach me, Mike, at freedomtoroamtravel.com. I can help you with all of your travel needs, and especially cruises. Uh, let me know again if you have any questions, and I'd love to hear your feedback. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you soon. See ya! Thank you for listening to this episode of Vacation Buzz. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a comment. For assistance with your travel needs, email me, Mike, at freedomtoroamtravel.com. My contact info is in the show notes. Have a fantastic week, and keep cruising.